We're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to help you take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow or just simply chat about communications stuff. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by Leah and Duncan. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. And today we're talking about um, TMI or too much information on LinkedIn. Um, I think we all know the boundary between work and personal life is blurring even more so than it did before. Um, we also know that people buy into people and not necessarily businesses. And this is definitely reflected on LinkedIn. But do we think it has come too much? become too much or do we think it's become too personal um this is a subject that comes up fairly often from our clients and from businesses we talk to um so what is appropriate and how do you know when to draw the line so without you know me babbling on even more uh leah should we start with you how has linkedin changed over the years what what was it and what is it now Okay, so I think LinkedIn is probably one of the social platforms that really has changed the most over the last however many years. I think when it first started out, it was very much just a networking tool. I think everybody would agree that it was quite dull, a bit boring, very stuffy, um, very, very corporate, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, but very much a professional platform. Um, but probably kind of the least liked of all the platforms, you know, you went off and had all your fun on Facebook and then kind of Instagram when that mm-hmm. came along as well. Um, and LinkedIn was your kind of just a place for connections, like professional connections rather than your friends, a place to put your CV, mm. um, very kind of recruitment heavy. Um, That's what I always used to use it for, yeah. because when it was launched, I was, you know, it was nearer the start of my career. So it was definitely something yeah. I used mostly for recruitment that's it and that's when you got all the connections wasn't it they were always Mm. from recruitment agencies and (laughs) yeah I think it was kind of even a a few years after that that you kind of started realizing you could kind of bring in your own connections from your Mm. own professional life a bit more so um but I think everyone would agree that it's really kind of metamorphosed into um quite the butterfly now and it's really quite an engaging platform it's now a very social platform it's dynamic it's you know it's full of engaging engaging content mm-hmm. you can be more creative um but it's also a great place to actually be social um comment and communicate um so it's definitely not that kind of co- so much just career focused and trying to find a job it's now a great place to get your brand seen and loved um, and a fab platform to basically get seen and loved, whether that's you personally or your business. Um, I think, yeah, it's a very, very different platform over the last few years. And I suppose that's where it's blurred the lines, hasn't it? And that's why it can be quite difficult to see where do you you draw that line between super social side, which would be, you know, more like you said, Facebook 
and Instagram compared to um, LinkedIn, which is a professional network, but still you've got people like us telling you to be more personal, like engage <laughs> yeah, on like a personal level. Yeah. So, and like you said earlier, people people buy from people. So you do need to be getting your personality across on LinkedIn. Of course mm-hmm. you do. Um, but it's it's how far you go with that. Um, and I guess like like we were discussing earlier, Jenny, if would you walk into an office into your kind of co-workers and tell them something and if the answer is yes and you can probably share that on LinkedIn if the answer is no I wouldn't I wouldn't dream of doing that then you shouldn't dream of doing that on LinkedIn as well mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes I think that's a good general rule of thumb isn't it is that you've got to remember it that it's a professional platform it's not Facebook Twitter Instagram TikTok it's got a different purpose And yeah, exactly that. If you weren't going to walk into a meeting with customers or clients or colleagues and announce whatever it is you're going to (laughs) announce, then don't do it on, don't do it on LinkedIn. No, that's it. And I think, you know, you do have to think about that the the platform is different from other social sites. If you're on Facebook and Instagram and those kind of things, you're more likely to have your friends on there. And so when you're talking on those platforms, you're already talking with very like-minded people because they're your friends. Whereas on LinkedIn, it's a much more diverse audience that you've got there, your, your connections, your professional connections. I'm sure you're many ways like-minded, but there can be completely different kind of political, cultural differences. Mm. Um, so I think you just need to be a lot more mindful that the audience that you're kind of engaging with on LinkedIn will be a lot more diverse. Um, and that's something to be really mindful when you're posting is how it could come across to, like, say, different religions or different cultures or somebody with a very different outlook on life to you. Mm. Um, and I think that's quite a key one for LinkedIn. It's not just your friends that are going to see it. So you have to be really mindful of, of what you are posting. And I don't think like the secure you can be so private on LinkedIn. I think it's you know, because connections of connections can kind of see you. Whereas mm-hmm. I know kind of on Facebook and Instagram, you can really lock down your security. Um, obviously, LinkedIn is it is for networking. It is for professional networking. So it's not quite as security mm. focused as some of the other Yeah, we, we were talking earlier as well, weren't we, about not sharing our children on there. And some people do share their children. And, and in some context it can be fine and in others it's like you have to remember you're broadcasting these details yeah to the world and you have to remember that if you're going to put more vulnerable people within your posts yeah you have to yeah. be very conscious of that and this is it you know I, I I personally wouldn't post my children on LinkedIn and and some people do and you know that's again somebody's prerogative but perhaps you wouldn't post just photos of your children at their birthday party or just a post, say, oh, happy birthday to my eldest. But I guess if you could link it back to your professional life, then I would say that is OK for LinkedIn. So rather than just posting about your children, maybe it would be um, some kind of thoughts on how you juggle raising a family and working full time or how you t- mm. use time blocking to make sure that you're able to dedicate time to your family as well as your professional life, then that is absolutely the right thing for LinkedIn. But simply putting a picture up saying happy birthday to this little fella yeah. <laughs> is yeah. probably overstepping the TMI line. <laughs> yeah. And and Duncan, what do you think? What Have you got any 
particular posts, I've definitely got, I've got a little list here that I think are ones that you're like, I don't know, steer very clear of. How about, <laughs> Duncan, how about you? Things that you think are TMI for LinkedIn? Yeah, I think it's it's a super interesting one because, yeah, as as we were kind of saying earlier, it, it does have so many uses now. So I think people's kind of automatic reactions to put everything on there because, yeah, people are still using it for recruitment. It's, a, it's still a massive recruitment yep. platform mm-hmm. um businesses are using it more and more as a uh, like a marketing channel it is a great way to like kind of keep in touch with businesses and see what they're up to as well as um people within your network um but yeah and as we were saying yeah being passed on there is a great way to show what you're passionate about as long as it kind of fits into what else is on the platform um and yeah well in in preparation for this podcast i was like oh i'll have a bit of a scroll on linkedin myself and like the perfect example came up where someone posted a picture of their dog and it was almost like copy and paste from like an instagram post which is like mm. really nice picture of their dog and it was like that's a lovely picture of a dog and of course i had lots of likes because pictures of dogs on social media yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the platform get a lot of likes um but it kind of yeah was just sat there and nice got past be like kind of why why is that there mm. and didn't engage with it at all and then just a couple more scrolls down there was a very similar picture from someone i knew um walking with his dog but the caption was really interesting he was talking about how um kind of his morning walks with his dogs is something that he really appreciates in a kind of work from home lifestyle mm-hmm. and that he'd miss out on that if he was commuting and then kind of went on to talk about the different thing mental health kind of processes his company does and it was like a really interesting post and the comments were on fire with people kind yeah. of agreeing and talking about stuff so it was really interesting like within my own feed to see that kind of example of how two very similar posts can be mm. more or less appropriate yeah and then I suppose because that second one you gave there that second example is everybody's got some added value from that someone's yeah. everybody's got something from that post haven't they there's some useful as you say shared insights of what they're doing around well-being in that company and you're like that's actually that's a good idea I might bring some of those things into my own company so you've got some added value and I think that's a really good way to judge as it is is this po- as you're sort of putting up picture of your pet or your dinner or whatever it is that you're about to put on LinkedIn? Is that actually is this? Yeah, a would I talk about this in a meeting with my colleagues or customers? But also, is it actually bringing them any value, or do I just want to show off that I've got a really cute dog? Because I mean, we do also like to do that, don't we? Everyone wants to show. <laughs> Everyone likes then, a cute dog. Yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, not you, Leo. You're, you're not no. like a dog person. <laughs> I appreciate that they're cute, but probably just don't like it when they start licking me. (laughs) (laughs) On the screen, cute, not in person, (laughs) don't come near me. Um, But yeah, otherwise, I think that's it. You can always also, there's that sense of authenticity as well, that you can tell when someone's shared a picture and really loosely linked it back to something because they just want to show off a picture. I don't know whether it is a child or a pet or whatever but it has to yeah add value to the people that you yeah. want to read it and link as you said Lynn, like sort of circle back to professionalism and work and you know why you're building up these networks in the first place they aren't a pool of your friends and family they That's are right 
a professional network. Yeah, and I think that's the key. As long as what you're posting links back to professional life, because exactly like we said earlier, our professional lives and our personal lives are really overlapping more Mm. and more. And the whole kind of quest for the work-life balance. Um, But I think as long as those personal, more personal posts on LinkedIn are then linking back to professional life, I think that's absolutely fine. Mm. It's when, and that was a really good example, Duncan. I think a really good example of just a picture of a dog <laughs> and a picture of a dog attached us with some real, really good, you know, thoughts and um, feelings, I suppose. Mm. Um, I suppose what's quite difficult, isn't it? And why we get asked this question is because we're saying be personable and people buy into people, yet don't be too personal it's um, a really so it, fine line isn't yeah it? It it's is. not entirely black and white is it it's it, not you have to have some not judgment there's not a list of rules <laughs> that you can check off and say yeah that's okay and that's mm. not um, I think you've just got to have a, a guide as to, you know exactly like we were saying would I share this with my my colleagues just in the office and if the answer was no you wouldn't feel comfortable walking in and telling them that then you shouldn't feel comfortable mm. putting that up in lights on LinkedIn either <laughs> So I, having said there are no hard and fast rules, <laughs> I've got some that I think are my personal ones. Like, because obviously, listeners, it could be that you entirely disagree with everything we're saying. I think everybody can feel very differently about it. But my personal view and some <laughs> and professional view of some of the things um, I would say are hard and fast rules are um, don't post anything graphic or crude. Again, yeah. Would you bring mm-hmm. that into a workplace? Would you go into a new <laughs> business meeting and I don't know, including your language? And would you start effing and jeffing and showing nudie pictures somewhere? <laughs> no, God, that makes me sound like really old. Nudie, nudie pictures and effing and jeffing. <laughs> it's hard to describe swearing, effing and jeffing without swearing. You know, yeah. trying to say don't but there's I think that's a pretty hard and fast rule. Don't you wouldn't yeah, do definitely. that in a professional sense. So don't don't do that on your LinkedIn page, I would say personally. Um I also think uh humble brags. <laughs> I know they're not necessarily like too much information, but you know those really thinly veiled. Oh, sorry, I was out and I saw this barista who was really down on their luck so I I bought them a coffee and <laughs> oh, they yes. turned out to be a CEO of a company that you know and it just these awful cringy slight posts we are not even entirely sure that happened anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are loads of them aren't there that is oh, one thing yes. there are yeah. loads on LinkedIn now as well and it is every time you see one you're just like oh yeah that didn't happen or you yeah. are just clearly trying to get likes on this. Like, yeah. And, is, yeah. Oh. and the sort of, oh, I don't, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really feel like I should share this, but I did this amazing. <laughs> but here I am anyway. Yeah, but here I am talking and promoting about this amazing thing I did for another human being. You're like, you don't need to put that on no. LinkedIn. No, <laughs> you don't need no, to do I that. I absolutely agree. It's Yeah, I think that is one that I see a lot of and always makes me cringe quite a lot sort of get a bit toe curling me <laughs> roll sort of, on past those ones <laughs> yeah and I think they're supposed to be inspirational I think that's why people do mm. them they're supposed to be you know encouraging people to be kind to others and then encouraging a certain entrepreneurial attitude but they don't come across that way they come across as sort of 
yeah, cringy. Maybe that's quite a British thing for me to think. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I have on my list? I had um, anything that just seems like it's too personal to be sharing with strangers. So, you know, operations, family mm. photo shoots, you know, yes. like stag do's and hen do's and oh, things that are just definitely not partying on LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Just I think, you know, you've got to remember as well, haven't you, that it is still a recruitment, you know, it is still a place where potential employees and customers can see mm. you. So yeah, we leave the party in for the Facebooks and the Instas where uh, <laughs> where we know it's just our friends seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> any any others do you think that I've messed off that hard and fast rule? I think it just goes back to what we were saying about um, because it can so easily get to people that you don't know and don't know you right. at all. It's about things that don't have clear enough context so an example i kind of immediately thought about when um, when thinking about um linkedin and tmi was that post it was definitely sometime that this year do you remember that one of the ceo crying oh um, yes yeah oh, yes and i can totally see where he was coming from because mm. linkedin is a good place to especially for uh people with lots of experiences to kind of be sharing their successes and challenges and giving insight into that to say, you know, this is a challenge we're all facing, here's how I cope with it, or just like, here's me saying I'm facing this challenge right now. And it were, and but the way he went about it was posting a very close-up picture of his face <laughs> with tears running down um, because he'd had to fire some people and completely understand that it, that must be a really difficult position, especially if you're an empathetic business mm-hmm. owner. So you have to make the right business decision at times to let people go. Um, But people seeing that in their feed, and especially a lot of people saw it because it went very viral, with their instant context seeing the like facts straight away. It was like, here's a CEO, so a person in a position of power who's probably definitely worked very hard to be in this position, but is, you know, not facing uh, challenges that the majority of people face. Um, You know, he's in a quite... uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, fortunate position let's say um and here's a picture of him crying what seems to be for internet like pity points mm. so mm. you just get that instant reaction of people don't look into the context far enough they just see the instant oh my goodness there's this not very nice picture of a man crying on the internet that he's <laughs> posted himself yeah um this is not good this is really not good and it know? kind of it it as you say i think he probably had all the best of intentions as well and wanted to show that actually he found it really difficult. But also what he did is he turned it into it being about himself, whereas actually the focus should have been him supporting the people that they've had to let go. And what steps was he taking to help them? You know, if you had to let them go, was he helping them to connect with other people? Was he helping to kind of put them in other jobs? You know, rather Mm. sort of making it about them rather than about him. Because, uh, yeah, as you say, Duncan, of course, it's awful if you have to let someone go. It's awful even if you have to have a tough conversation with someone, <laughs> let alone like, yeah. let them go. It's no one, you know, not many people like doing that kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay, so I have picked a few, um, doing a bit of research, um, I've picked the four of what I deem to be awful LinkedIn posts for your toe-curling, cringing pleasure. 
Um, some, some of these are kind of TMI and some of these are just really, really inappropriate. Um, <laughs> there were loads to choose from, but I've kind of got a Managed little... to whittle it down. <laughs> yeah, whittled it down to some four really awful ones. Um, so are you ready? Are you ready? Very ready. Let's I'm go. looking forward to these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first up, first up, this isn't necessarily too much information, but just a, a, a good example of the tone deaf and rather arrogant, humble brag. So this person has put uh, in their post, just a quick, you're welcome to all the candidates I've placed this year who can now afford a decent Christmas. Your husbands, <laughs> your husbands oh, and wives have me to thank for the upgrade from Elizabeth Duke to Tiffany's. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's <Wow>. awful. <laughs> My goodness. Would, again, would anybody walk into a room and say that? I mean, some people might, I guess. If that's how you are inclined and that is how you yeah. would talk to a room full of people, then... Um, Maybe. Then That's it. Would you... But... <laughs> If you had those candidates lined up in front of you, would you go, you are welcome. You are welcome. You can for thank a... me. Yeah, you go back and tell your husbands and wives how lucky they are that I've upgraded them from Elizabeth Duke to Tiffany's. Also, wow. that's quite an upgrade. That is a nice upgrade. I mean, I mean you should probably have an in-between yeah, between Elizabeth Duke and Tiffany. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's, that's unless this person Well, can... no, because that, that would, you know, lessen the brag, wouldn't it? And this well, person is clearly okay. <laughs> not about so, the subtlety. Another one, which is this is I was actually contemplating whether I should read it because this is this is awful but next one is a wildly inappropriate response to somebody else's post so this is their kind of reply um and this person in response to a post has said that's a nice picture congratulations if I wasn't already married I'd ask you out for a drink sometime (laughs) smiley face Oh no! I mean, <laughs> do we need to explain why that's I really wrong? I don't think we do. do I we? don't I think, think we just move on from that one. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think we need to go into detail about why that's so awful. Um, another one is where we talked about uh, maybe too much information around sort of medical issues. Yep. So this person, this is a slightly awkward medical update sort of slash announcement. Um, from a guy who's put, um, I'm not even, I'm not going to read the whole post because it's quite long. I'll just read sort of the first couple of <laughs> paragraphs. On Wednesday, I had a procedure we men wince at the thought of. The dreaded <laughs> vasectomy slash snip and then a pet emoji of some scissors and like a little Ew! face emoji oh, face. No. Um, and then I think this is equally as bad. I'm lucky enough to have had two amazing children, but two is enough for me. Couple of exclamation marks. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, there's some risks involved in women being on the pill long term. So after going through labours, it's probably fair we do our bit. Shruggy emoji. And then, <laughs> wow. And then, and then it kind of goes into lots of details about how the procedure wasn't as painful as actually having children and taking them to football on the weekends and things like that so (laughs) I mean I applaud his sense of (laughs) humour it has made us all smile (laughs) it's 
it's a, it's a good thing this is a podcast because my face is scrunched up so hard now, <laughs> cringing so hard. I know, I know, doesn't it? It makes my palms a little bit sweaty. Ooh, yeah. Like yeah. from yeah. the... The, I mean, I don't even like reading them out, let alone <laughs> being the person that typed them and, and posted them up. Because again, when we think about, as we were saying, the value for the people who are reading these posts, I mean, what is yeah. what what are you wanting from yeah. this sort of professional network? This sort of I'm so pleased you shared a fairly intimate medical procedure with me that mm. has absolutely no link to what you do and Profe- no, he doesn't go. He doesn't talk about it in a professional sense. Later, it's just purely a medical update. Yeah, for his you really network. do have to ask yourself exactly like you said there, Jenny. What are you trying to gain from this post? From all mm. these people that some of whom you might know really well, but most of your connections, I'm sure you don't know that well, or you only met a couple of times. So, what are you? What are you trying to gain? From each time you post, I think you've really got to think about having what what are you trying to gain from this post? And yeah, yeah, I can't for the life of me think what he was trying to gain from that one. And and (laughs) yeah, and when you walk into a room full of people you don't necessarily know very well, (laughs) and you just sort of make an announcement, is that the first thing you do when you shake hands with someone and introduce yourself and start talking about business? Is yeah. So and are you ready? Actually, my palms are very, very sweaty. And um, should I have put this last one in? Because this last one is, oh. is the worst. And it's it's a stag do update. Oh. Which... <laughs> On LinkedIn. <laughs> yep. And it, they've t- entitled the post, what happens on the stag do dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Right. I have to try not to cringe too much as I read it. So, Right. Think I'm fully recovered completely from last week's stag do, and then in capitals, stag, stag, stag. Was <laughs> was, was so with lots of O's, good. Plenty of laughs, drinks, fun, late nights, dodgy places, and all the things most PTs will tell you they never do. Yeah, right. I'll happily own up to all that stuff. Anyway, we headed to Prague for one of my best mates' send-off before the inevitable. R.I.P. Winky Face. Got picked up in style at the airport. Stretch Hummer Limo, in capitals, with dot, 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 stripper. Safe to say, (laughs) best journey of my life. And it goes so much. It goes further. And, well, what, what do you think about that update? Guys, what are you? It's a bit <laughs> Alan Partridge, isn't it? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's bizarre. Again, I can yeah, imagine how sure. they would. Yeah, I can imagine how they would want to share that with friends. But TMI for yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure that's appropriate for like any well, social yeah. media platform. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason like group chats exist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. I'm sorry to put you through that last one in particular but um the others but just I'm hoping people listening as well just know without too much explanation why those are wildly inappropriate and for a platform likely or why we think they are I suppose because again this does come down to what our advice would be but um I mean it's just as we said before you wouldn't I mean I hope you wouldn't go into a business setting 
and start sharing that sort of stuff with people that, again, you don't know very well or that you want to do business with because, say, this guy was a PT. I, I, I am not signing up for any PT classes from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but um, I should be taking my business elsewhere. Um <laughs> <laughs> but they were really good examples, Jenny. Really good. I think, yeah. you know, of, of the extreme, but a really good, you know, they are out there. <laughs> and you found them quite easily, haven't you? You haven't had to yes. search and search for those. They are there, no. which, is, which is the worry that, yeah, they, they are plentiful and they can be found. So there is definitely a huge case of people oversharing on LinkedIn. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I, hopefully that helps kind of listeners understand where, where the line is. You can be... You can be social on LinkedIn, but keep it professional as well. It's just yes. not overstepping that line, yeah. bringing, bringing everything you post back to your kind of professional life and your, yeah. Like you said, I think Duncan's example earlier is a, is a really good example of that and yeah, how you really can still good. have a lovely picture of you and your dog out enjoying a lovely walk and how you can still make it very relevant and valuable for the people that you're connected with. Because that yeah, is that was a really good example. Yeah. And don't do any of those things that we've just, <laughs> <laughs> I know they I, were extreme. I think we could have a whole episode, couldn't we, on how oh not to do LinkedIn oh with examples. <laughs> there are so, there are so many, so many. Um, well, thank, I think, I think that's probably us done and wrapped up a very quick discussion, but hopefully it's helped in terms of, um, should you be personal on LinkedIn? Yes, but, you know, make sure people, as we said, buy into people um, and do give insights into your work life and what you do and how you balance work and your personal life. But just always remember that you're connected to those people for a reason and usually for for business um, and just keep it appropriate, people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you both. For a really interesting no, discussion. It's been, it's been fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fun hearing all the examples. Yeah. I'm off to go and share a little bit too much information on LinkedIn. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you would like to get in touch, please do. You can reach us via the website at adpr.co.uk or email us on hello at adpr.co.uk. Should I say that again? At hello at adpr.co.uk. We would love to hear your thoughts, um, both of what we've talked about today, but also if you have anything else um, you think we should be talking about on the podcast or any subjects at all, any questions you have, just let us know. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.